Da, na, 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 na. Are we live? <laughs> We're live. That's alive? We're live. We're live. Welcome. There's back. a whole lot. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pool of Pin Podcast. I'm not by myself this week. Let's go. Hi, Uncle Todd. Hi, everybody. Last week it was. I'll tell you right now. If I ever had an idea that I could hold a podcast together on my own after last week, that's right. You're nothing without us. <laughs> I, I need everybody and their brother to bounce ideas and comments off of. But uh, back after a loss. So for the first time in four Rip. weeks, I sit in this chair without a W in my pocket. One shot away. One shot away. But what a way to lose it, though. How about how about me literally betting on Shane Lowry on Wednesday, waking up Thursday morning after having a dream about him winning the tournament, throwing fifteen more dollars on him, and then it's like coming to fruition, and I'm like, holy fuck! And, no. and then you have the tournament stolen and from him. And that's his own words. Stolen. And that's exactly all it was—a dream. It was just a dream. <laughs> it was just I, uh, a dream. Just Did a you dream. used to read Word Up magazine? <laughs> no, I read Word Up magazine. Go. All right. Uh, how to recap, Seb Straka wins for the first time on the PGA Tour. Another first-time winner this year. Mm. Um, just a little about Streb. He's from Vienna, Austria. Just two hours and ten minutes drive from Arnold Schwarzenegger's place of birth, Tallinn, Austria. Uh, went out and took the fourth round by the balls. Balls. Birdies <laughs> on 14, 16, and 18. Fuck the bear trap. Down the stretch comes from five strokes behind. First Austrian player who went on tour. Um, we've picked him a couple times. Yeah. We've liked Sepp uh, a few times. Uh, and uh, I, I was happy to see him win. I did not bet him this week. Uh, he has been playing well. I'm surprised that I kind of. I kind of missed the boat on him, especially with how many bets I make. Uh, but congratulations to Seth. Um, I, I look for him to, to win again in the future. He's young. He's a Georgia guy, Georgia Bulldog. Um, Got to put Austria on that. Exactly what you'd expect out of the Florida swing. Somebody you might not have necessarily seen coming because it is a very different style of golf. So. To see a first-time winner again, like we said, it's not a big surprise. It's a trend this year. But also to see somebody outside the normal realm of who you think would win, also not super surprising going, knowing it's a Florida swing here. So, um, Got to talk a little bit about Daniel Berger, who just looked like I said that Straka took the fourth round by the balls. It looked like uh, Berger had the whole tournament by the balls until the fourth round where he uh, just didn't load. Seven shots. Yeah. Uh, he was up five, lost by two. Longest putt he made yesterday, 29 inches. 29 inches. But, I mean, that could happen there. I mean, again, talking about, you know, no one's going to win a tournament with the putter, but you certainly can lose it with the putter in the Florida swing because so much grain, so much harder to read for whatever reason. Like, you get a harder – it's harder to kind of get a lay of the land unless you're using aim point or something like that. That's probably the reason why I learned any points. I couldn't, I couldn't tell, tell what the low point was. was. I gotta, I gotta yeah. tell you a funny story about playing golf with them the other day. Oh man, here we they go. They thought I was making fun of you. I was not. I was making fun of Brooks Kepkin. Uh, so I'm standing in front of him. Because have you seen Kepkin? He does it. Uh, he, he, he looks, looks like he's sort of turned out the same Like Slim Shady on Vicodin or something? Yeah, <laughs> Well, so funny thing is, so I follow James Nicholas Golf. He's like a Corn Fairy Tour guy, uh, really good player. 
uh, but he posts. A, he makes such great Instagram content. I don't know if he has his own photographer or what following, but it's insane. Really yeah, worth, definitely, definitely worth the follow. But um, he put up a quick uh, reel of him playing a par three course, and I swear every putt was just like in or like burn the hole. I was like, dude, what do you do to like to read green, especially down south? He's like, oh, aim point. Like I feel with the slope of my feet. I was like. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Hell I felt yeah. bad because they thought I was making fun of you. I was not. I was, I was actually making fun of a picture. I saw a Brooks category. It's worth making fun of. I get that. Yeah. I will say, you've explained this to me multiple times now, and it still sounds like you're speaking Cajun or something to me. I can show you. I'll show I know. You. I'll show you on the green sometime. Like you tried to dumb it down like I'm five because I am. Yeah. And, and I still, still don't get it. So I think I'm not. It's not that hard. Right. If your left, so think of it this way: if your left foot's below your right foot, it's gonna go left. If your right foot's below your left foot, you're gonna go right. Yeah, but you you start doing three. Yeah, but you feel what's one fingers, degree, two degree, twelve fingers, and then yeah. I've done as many as seven. Yeah, that's only when I'm really looking to satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> Starting I, off I, speaking, of, speaking of putting, Burger's putting pre-shot is fucking painful. Doesn't he have his caddy line up? Yeah, because Burger's still behind the ball, it's, it's not a big deal. I mean, it is, and, the, and it fucks with the network, right? Because yeah. the network keeps coming back because, you know, they're just going back when it looks like he's overall over yeah. the ball. They don't necessarily know the caddy's still back there. Yeah. So, like, the first, like, two or three times you see it, you're like, oh, fuck, what happened in the background? Then you got all that. Right? Like, yeah. He goes up to putt and then he, like, backs up, like, back and all. Yeah. Somebody, like, pissing in the pants party. Yeah. Well, I blame the director for not knowing that's how he does it. You got to know. Oh, well, I agree. Yeah. But it's, I mean, he plays pretty fast other than that. But when he gets to the green, it gets a big glacial. And, mm-hmm. and that's... Oof, it's, it's rough. I, I have a hard so like I, what's I, funny I, is though I, no I, what's I, funny I, for me is though is like as someone who does aim point which is a pretty technical form of reading greens is there's just so many good players who play quickly like Daniel Berger who play athletically and then for some reason when we get to putting we're just like okay now we're rock yeah and it just doesn't a bit and my dad when I would go through like putting woes he would be like, he would make me go back to a blade instead of like any other putter I was going, like a 35 inch blade instead of be athletic with it. And sometimes I'd put a lot better, like doing nothing, just see, hit, and that's it. But it's funny how we get away from that. And I think a lot of guys would benefit if uh, they would just keep that athletic approach to putting, like they do the rest of the game. Like it's still an athletic movement. Even if it's short, it's, it's technically the. Well, it's the least technical movement you're going to do on a golf course. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm I'm very different from you as far as my putting. I'm yeah. a pretty good putter. Right. I I am all about just target and go. Right. So I'll read the putt. I'll get the line. But mm-hmm. the longer I look at it, the least like I am to make it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to convince myself something that I don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, now I had a putt the other day on you know February greens that I took my time on. Was, no, I think you know people who really overcomplicate it sometimes. For you, it works perfectly, but there are certain people that mm-hmm. overcomplicate it and can make it really good. Yeah, I do, do want to say, say 
the fact that Butts, it was so windy that Butts were breaking out the hole. Yeah, it's very tough to read. So this is the time about where we played. So the burger falters, Lowry played well enough to win. Shrako was just playing with his hair on fire. I felt like. He took it just as much as Burger gave it away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and I think Lowry played just well enough to win. Mm -hmm. Where Straka played, he took it from Burger. He said, "He said no, 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 no. This is mine now." So thoughts on the tournament? Um, I I, the field was not great, um, and and that was proved positive by just some of the names you saw at the top of the leaderboard. Um, Guys that we like, but that just if the field was better, wouldn't be there. I, I enjoy the course. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do. I like that it's difficult. I talked about before we came on the air today. Like, you can't have a boat base. I saw a bunch of people who were all about her that the scores were low. But they're the same people on Twitter that are about her when the scores are super, super low, right? Like, so you can't be mad when guys shoot 23 and 24 and 25 under for a tournament and then also be mad when it's was it 10 under the month. 10, 10, 10 under. Yep. Yeah. You can't be mad when it's 10 under and say, oh, the course was too hard. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, and like on top of it, like right. it's a good switch up because they, there was a breakdown on Golf Channel earlier this year. It's like how many winning scores were like sub 20 and 16 to 20 and so on. And like this would have fallen in the second least category where it was like 10 under to 14 under or whatever. Only other category being lower being under 10 under. But it's a switch of pace and you're right. You just Pick what you want. Those are the same people that are going to come out and be like, the U.S. Open is the best major because they got to be yeah, because that's Well, it's interesting. Over. So I, I'm not going to say who this was on Twitter yeah. because I don't need to pick a fight. But Do it. three weeks ago, they commented about how irritated they were that tournaments are getting won by scores in the mid-20s. I need a name. I'm just kidding. <laughs> was the initials NLU. No, it was had, yeah, but, yeah. but they did. They did have issues. Like they are one of the people I'm talking about because I listened to the podcast today. I'm like, guys, shut the fuck up! Like you can't have it both ways, right? And then the same person that I'm talking about, not no laying up, was like, oh, ten under. This this is no fun to watch. All these balls in the water. Blah blah blah. How do you think you shoot ten under instead of twenty three? Right, like you it's playing harder. Right, it's, it's a isn't that more style. fun though? Is because like at any point, like Daniel Berger could literally hit a ball in the water and have to re-tee. Like right. that's, that's the that's the intensity of it. Any given yeah. hole, you could be that's making a nine. Why yeah. a field like this was still entertaining to watch? Yeah, down the stretch on Sunday. I think even with the rain at the end of the tournament, I know about the rain. I know how we was off. That's why I said it was so. Yeah, yeah, he, he said it was just down for him. And I, I get that. The weather happens, man. Everyone played in the same conditions. Exactly. And on top of it, well, not, I bet you those the, same people, the, though, that are like, same people who are like, oh, like the scoring is boring. If that was Brooks Kepka and DeChambeau and Tiger Woods battling it out at 10 under, would be like, this is the greatest golf tournament of all time. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Brooks, can I throw in a little tidbit here? Sure. About Stewart for Matt. taking 35 seconds. Can you go open up YouTube and make sure you can hear everybody? Just since Joe's going to be late to the podcast, I want to make sure. Now coming from Matt, a tidbit. (laughs) So there's a video going around. I'm sure you guys both saw Brian Stewart taking 35 seconds from setup, 
35 seconds before he hits the ball. Before the, the inspiration ball for Jason Derulo's hit. <laughs> before the ball stops rolling on the green, Kepka is already hitting a shot. Yeah. Because you can't Kepka doesn't put off like he's pissed off. You know in his brain he's like, if Brian Stewart does this again, I'm going to spin kick him. Right. Well, Kepka has a hot tub, so that makes sense. <laughs> That was unbelievable to watch a, a, Did you a see PGA Tour, Tour golfer lose his brain hole like that. It was crazy. I think it was hole five or 15. Did you see that um, uh, Aaron Rye was on hole 15 for 17 minutes? Oh, like I did see that. And Damon, Damon, Damon was, was just like, like what? Well, Damon Damon was like, well I, I don't know. Damon for part of it. He was on, he cut, he ended up. The ball should have gone in the water. It somehow sat on a rock. That's and it was like, not... okay, what do I do from here, right? So he had to get the rules official. So Sabatini like misses a putt, then misses another putt, and he's all pumped up because he's dumb and sucks too. But mm. <laughs> sitting there like, I don't want to hit this shot if I don't have to. And like, it, I mean, it was a mess. Anyway, or Sabatini has been bad. <laughs> Sabatini. You know, that hat would be so cool if anybody else in the fucking world were. Who is, it's, it's like Bryson in his hat. But who's, uh, uh, I don't know what hat Rory uh, Sabatini wears. Yeah. yeah, I'd wear that. Yep. I don't know what hat Rory Sabatini wears. What hat does he wear? He wears like a. I'm getting a picture. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. All right, so. Uh, Anything else we want to talk about on the... Oh, with the cowboy, cowboy hat. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about on... Who's ringing? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think we move on. I think it's time to move on. Move on to the API, the mm-hmm. Arnold Palmer Invitational. So if you hear me say API, that's what I'm, not, I'm talking about. Not a random stat. New stats. Just easier than saying the Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill over and over. Fit war. Fit war. Yeah, that's a bad look. It's a bad look. Sabatini. I mean, I don't know if anyone could just rock that. Someone, yeah, like Harry Higgs, like Harry Higgs rocking that with the chest hair out. Now that would be a look. He'd have to rock some sort of gold chain. I'm more rose gold. That's good. It would have to be like no platinum. That would that would get me going. Fair. Yeah, okay. yeah. like something like that's less cool than gold, but like what about, what about it? straight powder coated white? Wow. White, white go to, all the way no, up. Puka, puka, puka shells. Puka shells. <laughs> we talked about Tybook senior year. Is that what we're talking about? Done. Cowboy hat with puka place. shells, and, and then, then he definitely needs like, like spears, spears on the outside of his golf shoes. <laughs> This is how so, I fix dips. <laughs> so, are we saying that he would be literally a Mad Max villain in golf? Yes, that's, that's how. It's exactly literally how. He, not his divots, his ball marks. He like yeah, just spikes, spikes it with the side of his shoe. <laughs> yes, I love it. That's a new shoe idea. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, you know where they got that though. Yeah, but to fix, but to fix your ball mark. I know. I can put users in timeout. Yeah. Can I, put, can, I, no, can I put the spam in timeout? Sure. That, the, the razor on the boot actually came from the roadhouse. Roadhouse. All right. All right. The API. The Arnold Palmer Invitational, March 36th. 
Bay Hill Club, Orlando, Florida. Artie Sermon is a par 72, 7,466 yards. That's long. The purse is 12 million with a $2,160,000 to prize. The defending champion is Bryson Kishbag. I mean, Shambo, with a sore vagina. <laughs> <laughs> You see that, like, on his YouTube channel, he's still, like, playing matches against, like, subscribers and stuff. I'm like, what? Are you hurt? Are you not hurt? Are you going to Saudi Just go to Saudi Arabia. Get a turban. Whoa. Whoa. We are going to talk a little bit about the Saudi today once we get done with the tournament. Maybe a better look for him than a stupid hacker. So we usually run down the top 50 players in the field, um, the top 50 in the world players that are in the field. Uh, John Rahm is number one player still. Rahm makes his first appearance in the API. The putter is still sleeping. He should be in the line. Man, is he really bad at the putter. Yeah, but those are some of the – Yeah, those are some of like the – like. Well, I partially regret my comments, but no, like apparently those are some of the hardest screens to read. They're very, very, very subtle, but at the same time, like he'll figure it out. Yeah, he will. I firmly believe he's in the hunt. He'll have terrible odds. If he comes out the next this week and then another week and it's still that bad, then we got to start talking about. So I think, I think he's still in a situation where you can't really talk about him putting bad this week because now we're going from California to Florida Green. So yeah, you're a big proponent of that. So big you know, believer of that. Um, Victor Hovland, number four in the world, played great at the Genesis after around. He's got to win soon. Uh, this year, so he's gonna win his three wins this year worldwide. I, I know, but he's, I mean, he's going to win. Like, you said he's, he's got, got to win soon. That's a very, that's a very important decision. I'm like, I'm like, he has like won three of his last six turns. You start writing as many notes as I do. I'm just clarifying. You're just like, this guy's got really got to get a win this year. It's been like four weeks. I mean, he's got to get a win because he's that good. You're right, he does. I mean. Could have won two fair, weeks ago. Fair, yeah. the, the typos. Yeah, yeah could have won two weeks ago, easily. Uh, Rory, he won this in 2018. Oh, well. If he can hit his wedges, this could be, the, be a good test to see how his game is leading into the players. T10 at the Genesis, probably a break-even bet for me this week. Uh, but I expect him to play well. I, I mean, the T10 He lives out of Florida now, I believe. So, yeah. I mean, he should be well. He should be well. He should be well suited to this uh, – Portion of the game. Oh no! Then after that, we got Ty's guy. Do you want me to stop? Yeah, it was <laughs> gonna echo like crazy. Mm-hmm. What happened now? Technical difficulties. Momentary pause. Okay. okay. Then we got next. We got Scotty Scheffler, Ty's guy, previously coming off a win uh, at Phoenix in Phoenix, and then a T7 at Genesis. So should be uh, playing some good golf. See how he translates that to the Florida swing here. Uh, his only appearance at the Arnie Invite was a tie fifteenth. So. He'd probably be looking to improve upon that going into it. Uh, a guy who really should be on everybody's list, I would assume, is Hideki Matsuyama. 
Uh, he's uh, never missed a cut there. there. Seven seven with the top ten. I want to talk about Jackie quick if I can. Yep, I'm just finishing. Should give marijuana. He did win the Sony this week. Then has a tie 30th, 30th at the Farmers, tie eight at the WM, and then a tie nine at Justice. So double check this. He continues to play really good golf. And he's starting to get away from his hit or miss attitude. Looks like he's starting to play a little bit more consistently. So. Yeah, I mean, the trend for Hideki is he's definitely going to have a top 10 this week. Yeah, like, top 10 or inside it. So I like him as one of them. And actually, he wasn't the one that I was really wanted to talk about. It was further down the list. My bad. Um, Shambo with Drew. Uh, Sam Burns has made the cut three out of four appearances, but has never cracked the top 30. Sooner or later, he will have to prove that he can play with the big boys week in and week out. Um, he's, he's not, not made the cut in his last three appearances on tour. Anything on your boy, Sam? Uh, he's really in it right now. He's, he's fighting it. Um, again, a guy, I think by the players, you probably have to start looking at again because his game is so well-rounded. Um, nothing about this tournament that, I mean, you got the, the, he didn't play he's got the part, you know, was it par six, uh, three sixteen is a really tough hole fishing up, but there's nothing terribly difficult about this course. Uh, I think he can – be a, maybe a, a little change of scenery going on the floor swing might be a good jolt to the system for him. It's also, it's also a good time to point out that he played a ton early in the year took last week off. Him and Taylor Gooch both didn't play in the past week. Yeah. So there's two guys that we've been talking about trying to make a leap to the big boys. Yep. Um, so maybe maybe a nice little recharge of the system, a change of scenery. Yep. I don't know. I assume he probably made his way down to Florida last week to acquaint himself with the territory. Right. Um, so I don't know. Definitely not on my short list of guys. No, but at the same time, liable is somebody you're gonna get probably like plus eight thousand on, plus six thousand maybe, and has the talent and well-rounded game to compete anywhere. So if you wanted to put a you know a gold ring on him to win, or if you wanted to even put a couple on him for a top five, well, it's not against it, but definitely not someone. You know, I'm all about trending. He's not trending, but. He is somebody whose game I respect quite a bit, so I'm excited to see if he can kind of get it going here in the Florida swing. The tough thing for him is his odds aren't going to be great, so one gold ring is not going to pay you. You're going to have to put five or six bucks on him. He's, um, he'd probably be higher than usual because of his recent poor yeah, play. And it's just, still in the, what's up? Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, so... So because he's in the top now. 20, we're not going to get a ton of – you're not going to get a ton of great odds. Mm-hmm. Can I pull the card or something? Because that's going to be in front of you guys the entire time. It's, it is what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't watch us for the visual aspect. I mean, if they're watching this for visual, they should be. They should be. Anyway. Only after 10 p.m. Billy <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> Uh, after, after a lot of press, he finished T16 at the Honda. He missed the cut here last year and has never cracked the top 10 in nine appearances. He may be a fucking guy, but this tournament hasn't been caught to him. Unless he sneaks up on the field like he does a goal, I don't see him winning. Not that him, but also sweet. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't done anything tremendously great. I mean, he so he finishes 16th last week in a weak field. You wouldn't expect him to go out and win with a stronger field and it's very similar. I just uh, love how conditions. I love how everybody loves him when he's in Florida because he's a Florida Gator and a Florida guy, but he's never had much success. Uh, he, yeah, and he rocks the Florida Gator still on like yeah. let it like how long ago did you graduate? Like that's like, like if I was still like McConaughey. It's like McConaughey in Texas, though. Yeah, yeah, but like 
I mean, even if I was, so I graduated four years ago, and if I still was using my Lebanon Valley bag, I'd be ashamed. I would just, I mean, like, come on. Moving on. Terrell Hatton, one in 20. Just say, move on. One in 20. Haven't seen much out of him on U.S. soil this year. I'm not sure I'm betting him unless the odds say it's a must. Um, I mean, maybe for a top five. But he's still never won in the U.S. Yeah, so no. And he's won in the U.S. He won this in twenty. Oh, won it in twenty. Look at that. Hey, did. Yeah, well, it's still a lot. I mean, the regret, the better bet is over under one point five clubs broken this week. Is the is the real bet? That's what I need that prop in my life or point five. I, I would love a point five. I would take the over. <laughs> so the next uh, the next guy is Sunday M. This stat is is huge. Okay, so. Um, the last five winners posted a T7 or better at this event before winning. Um, that puts him in place to be the sixth. Yeah, he has back to back T3s here in 19 and 20 and T21 last year. Love him this week. That's that. The last five winners have posted a T7 or better at this event before winning. Okay, not the year before, but any year. Um, so, so next, next on the list, list five, Matt Patrick, Patrick him right, right in that same, uh, every same gold ring, ring. Yeah, all of the gold ring. rings, your so entire is, bank account of rings. If you do not win, Ty will reimburse you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Co-crack four career top tens at this tournament. T eight last year. He's hovering in the 20s and 30s at most events so far this year, but this could be the week to break through. So I you're still him. on that train. You say that every week. <laughs> Joe brought me back to it a couple weeks ago, but I do love him this week with the, with the trend and the stats the way they are. If Jason Kokrak is in the field, you're liable to say the same sentence every time. I love him this week. Jason Kokrak is the greatest golfer of all time. Tiger Woods is dethroned. We're on the train, baby. <laughs> You want to talk about it? How many bets have you won this year? Absolutely, Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Just, just <laughs> have you won with Jason Kokrak this year? Did last year. I'm talking about this year. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. All right. Paul Casey, T10 last year, but won't win. Maybe a top five or a top ten bet. Patrick Reed, fuck Patrick well, Reed. You know what, Paul Casey would be a great bet, though? He'd be a great leader after one. Yeah. Paul Casey, <laughs> leader after one. Uh, Don't let's pick Reed. anybody else because I said that, but um, – Talk Patrick Reed, but he likes Bay Hill. Still not betting him. Nope. Kevin Nah. Nah, nah, nah. nah. God damn it. Get the nah, fuck nah, out nah, of here. Nah, nah. Hey, hey, hey. Not going to win. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he him stat, uh, but it's way too long. His top five or top ten are way too I don't want to be a part of this podcast anymore. <laughs> um, he's just too short. Can't take the lines that some of the bigger hitters can at this course. Relies too much on his putter. And in Florida, that's that gets sticky, just like the temps. Don't lie. God was... damn! No, you can't have like multiple like dad jokes in the same one, and they're bad. They're not even good ones. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys want to know? You guys want to know what else gets sticky? Will's outdoors on the budding green. Continue. Ooh. Will's outdoors. I'm glad that's where that was going. <laughs> I thought we were getting canceled by absolutely whoever whoever is in charge of this. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, it's getting a little sticky. You know what else gets a little sticky? And that's where he went, and I'm very glad. <laughs> I, like that. I, like that. I really thought about something else there, but continue. Well, I'm just saying, Zaltoris, I've said this the whole swing, and I've said it again, his putting doesn't really matter. It's all So if he can 
If he can outball strike somebody, then yeah, but why not? Why not Thomas Peters? I just haven't seen enough of him. Yep, he hasn't been. Read the paper. It says nah. <laughs> so his his United States nah, 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 nah. haven't been great. True. I mean, I I see a win as a on the European tour is at least something. He's though. another guy sure, that I would I like the over under on broken clubs. That was also almost a month ago and hasn't done shit since. True. I also want the over under on him for broken clubs. Point like over point five broken clubs this yeah. week. Yeah. All you right. See him snap it over his neck. Yeah. Like a disturbed person. No. It was gross. Uh, he easily could have lacerated himself. <laughs> Taylor Gooch uh, <laughs> hasn't shown up in the big in the events with the big boys yet, but worth a small bet in my opinion. Um, Adam Scott, I will bet Adam Scott this week. You should. He will not win. That's not true. But I will bet him. Adam Scott is going to win this tournament. All right, calling it, calling it. This is the this is me coming off my cold streak. Adam Scott will win this tournament. You He's are playing well for gold rings for, for this all entire year. People watching now, all two of you. Don't bet yet, Adam Scott. And not even Joe this time. Hey, look, I'm, I've been Joe cold. Be late. I've been I cold, but I know I miss him. I'm just saying, Adam Scott's playing well. He just played great at the Genesis. He looks he like he's kind of figured out the putter. And he, he plays, plays so good in Florida. Florida. It's true. He won two. He won two tournaments in the same Florida swing once. Yep. Like he is. This is a great area of the world, which makes no sense because he's like South African. But no, he's, not. he's Australian. Same thing. <laughs> I'm just going for it. Oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> All right. Matthew Wolf, so unpre- unpredictable. It makes my head spin. T52. He shot 87. He shot 80. He shot 17 over. I'm just saying, can we talk about that? He shot he 17 like, over in two rounds. That was almost as bad as my game. Actually, almost. sorry, double check that. I think it might have been worse than 17 over. Matt Wolf last week at the Honda. But just, okay, no, well, executive producer is going to do a jump. I'm pretty sure he shot like 87-92. That's not accurate, but he definitely shot 87 the first round. <laughs> it was rough. Yep. Dude. I got hammered when I talked smack on him earlier this year by you guys. He's out of sync. You know what, though? Maybe he'll be back in sync this week. I left you alone. I no, no, I, no, I, I went for him. I went for it. You. Yeah, I absolutely. I'm talking, I'm talking I was to, ruthless. I'm talking to Shane Lowry, who the tournament was stolen from. I was That's ruthless. right. I know. I, my, the tournament was stolen from me, emotionally unavailable for us right now after getting that tournament stolen. So it's okay. Yes, Sawyer. <laughs> Nailed it. Well, he shot even part of the second round then or withdrew because it was probably – he's, he's liable to withdraw. He's a little bit. He, he's known to do that. Like shoot like eighty thousand the first round and be like, yeah, I'm just <laughs> oh, not playing the second round. Really he's hurts. like, I'm just not gonna. No. Well, uh, he's like, I'm sad. <laughs> Max Homa, T10 and T24 his own two appearances. I love the golf. He's I will right get canceled now. this time. <laughs> <laughs> a YouTube episode. I'm betting on Homa this week. You have to bet Mark Leishman this week. Nine out of twelve cuts made. Four top tens. Got to bet. Got to bet him. Tom Boogie <laughs> missed the cut last year, but it was T15 the year before. You got to bet him right now, too. He what, he just came off a terrible tournament. Yeah, I know. All right. You're the guy winning. You're the guy winning. I don't, I don't got questions. Kevin Kisner fits the same stat as earlier and fits the size of my heart with a big old two and a beard. I fucking hate you. <laughs> the same old fucking hobby. Also an emotional pick because if I'm not taking nah, I shouldn't be taking kids. This is way too long of a golf course. Like It's over 7,100 yards, which automatically eliminates him from contention. 
<laughs> I've never watched a cut line so closely in my life at any any PGA tournament ever. Uh, I went ballistic at 2 p.m. when the PGA decided to change it from plus one to plus two. Myself and Rocket Mortgage were pissed. Well, they didn't probably decide to change it. I'm sure that's what it moved to. But look, Joe, I'm wearing orange peaches for you today because you know it was close enough. It's more because I just bought the shirt. And I really so, like it. But it's a beautiful coincidence. I do want to say, Joe did say uh, he's, he's a little upset because he knows uh, one of us would look good in orange, and I know he was talking about the kid. <laughs> the kid. <laughs> he missed your face right, one day. You were I here. know. I know. That's exactly why I know he was talking about me. Joe, I want you to confirm that. You're adorable. Make me feel better about myself. <laughs> All right. Russell Hatley does not play well here. Not that Whoa. <laughs> Well, good run, guys. <laughs> I'm never getting through this fucking. No, you are. Go on, go ahead. Russell Henley. Not betting him. Lee Westwood, bridesmaid last year, but hasn't looked like that since last year. Corey Connors. Oh, Corey, where have you gone? The one-time surefire bet for the pod, and now three out of your last four appearances, you've missed the cut. Third here last year, but I just don't know. I don't know if I can bet him this week. Does he even play golf? <laughs> like, I don't even know if he still plays. I have I, not I, seen him hit a single shot on TV this year. Well, it's because he's missing cuts. No, but like, right. not even the first or second round. I just like, yeah, I well, feel that, like it says just... a whole lot more about the coverage than it does anything else. If your name's not NBC's coverage, is... was that NBC? Uh, was that CBS? No, CBS I is think usually worse better. Than Fox. If Fox CBS. ever gets golf coverage again, I rewrite it. <laughs> All right. Joe Buck ever covers another U.S. Open? I swear to God. Fleetwood, <laughs> Joe, are you uh, are you betting Corey Connors this week, Joe? Uh, Tommy yeah. Fleetwood, four out of five cuts made here. Three out of five were top tens. Missed the cut last week. Not high hopes, but eh, maybe. Justin Rose. He needs it. He needs to play well. I like that pick. He needs to get his card back. Yeah, he does. I, I like Fleetwood. We I, love I, that. I'm betting on him this week. Tommy Fleetwood, and you know what? He just. He, you know, he's played what he beat Rick Shields in a tournament this year. He beat the pot and he just beat uh foreplay. So, you know, he's trending. Wow, <laughs> not like those were filmed like late last year or anything. Can no, that one was just this week. He just hold he actually just chipped in for Eagle recently against foreplay. Clearly, he's gonna win this tournament. That was filmed at the Floridian like six months ago. I hate you. <laughs> so, Justin Rose loves it at Bay Hill. I'll bet the bastard this week. Seamus Power, new to the event. He's missed his last two cuts since the Nightmare Pebble. Staying away. Tregali, no thanks. Sergio Garcia hasn't played in this event since 2013. He played well. He'll play well on Thursday and Friday. He made the black like normal. Luke List. So sad. <laughs> two top tens and four appearances. I like him a lot this week. He's one of the first. To be the first time around the PGA Tour this year. Okay. Um, okay. Rough week not getting the winner last week. Let's bounce back, boys, and get a winner. Billy H. crept in for a top 25 on Sunday. Big money winner. Uh, Keith, Keith Mitchell. Mitchell. I know. I love him last week. Love, love him again this week. He was up and down all week at the Honda. He did end up in the top 10. Three appearances. He has two top 10s. He has two top 10s. He has two top 10s. He has two he will never win again until he gets a, a visor that like fits his forehead. Like you can't have the forehead the size of like Kentucky and then wear one the size and then wear a visor the size of Alaska. It just doesn't just does not make sense. It goes above his hairline. It's a terrible look. So is Kokrak or Mitchell 
your Bronson Burgoon to his Bronson Burgoon. No, so yeah. neither of them are Bronson <laughs> no, Burgoon because both, both of them are both players. Are good. No. Burgoon is not. No, they're Bronson Burgoon. First of all, Camillo, is I continue. the next player? The next player to break it Danny big on, Lee. The, on the PGA Tour. You'll oh, see. Danny Lee, you'll see. <laughs> Sorry, Danny Lee. Danny Lee, after missing four straight cuts, he was T21 at the Genesis. He was T5 here in 19. Just a hunch. Loving, he's on the M stat. So I'm I did not know he still played golf. Yep. So betting him. Andrew Putnam, T6 at Pebble, T14 at the Amex. And not much else to write home about this year, but T4 here last year. Bet. Jason Day won it in 2016 and has looked good so far this year. It took a month off, so he must JD is one of my bets here, too. I love so, JD. Well, that's, no, that's your co crack right there. <laughs> Come on now. That's my co crack, but he's let's, also let's, amazing. Continue. Let's also point out how crazy it is that J Day and Jason Co crack were just put in the same sentence. After what Day was in 2015, like, man, how we have fallen. Well, yes, I agree. It's unfortunate, but that's just yeah. But he's been busy making kids and stuff, yeah. so all right. He has so many kids. He has so many kids. Ranking these are the top 10 in the field. Rankings are based on eight tournament window that stretches back to the Century Tournament of Champions, which includes both PGA Tour and DP World Tour events. Player rankings are based on performance relative to the rest of the field. Credit Steve Bamford. I guess we just got, got to a site early, early and, and I didn't have these stats. So the strips gained off the tee. Rom, McElroy, Garcia, Hatton, Keem, Westwood, Mitchell, Strokes gained approach. Dallas Hatton, Patrick, Rom, Keem, Bradley, Adam Scott, Victor Hobbs, Strokes gained around the green. Sean O'Hare. How does Stringali not do better? Like every week, he's always on these. Like apparently, he does everything well, but he also is just not good at golf. Like, which doesn't make any sense. Patrick's really going to win this, isn't he? He's really going to win it this week, isn't he? I see him on here a lot. I hope he does, just to watch Tommy have an aneurysm. Continue, Ty. Top 25, top 10 strokes game total. Hatton, McElroy, Fitzpatrick, Scheffler, Casey Rom, Scott, Zalatoris, Griffin, Leishman. I would you know, Matt Fitzpatrick once actually uh, he auditioned to be in Harry Potter, and they said absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I love this. Like, this is like, I, I mean, they were like, we get. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we, yeah, we'll give you a score. You, you look like a Irish Dumb. You look like Irish Dumbledore is what you look like over there, Tommy. <laughs> Irish Dumbledore. First of all, Dumbledore is like tall and skinny. So that's a terrible take. You don't know what he's wearing under all like that. I'm more like the, the, the giant dude Irish. who lives in a hut. Hagrid, <laughs> Irish Hagrid. Oh my god. That's really what I was thinking about. Sorry, Dumbledore. Oh. I didn't mean to offend you. Like, that. anyway. So a couple of interesting ones here. Um, just uh, how some of these players get into the field this week. So like, Siwoo Kim is on a five-year exemption because he won the players. Yeah. Um, 
Garcia, Matsuyama, and Reed, five-year exemption because of the Masters. Robin, U.S. Open Championship, five-year exemption. Uh, Porsche and Kisner because... Is that just for here? Yep. Okay. They uh, won the Dell Technologies match play. Sorry, man. event. Um, home because of the Genesis Open, Tim Scott. Uh, and then there's a bunch of guys just from winning last year. Joe's got his bets in, by the way. Oh, give me one second. Yeah, finish, finish up. Um, and then the interesting ones are, um, where, where are we at here? Sponsors exemptions, uh, members not otherwise exempt. Doug Gannon, Hunter Harrington, Graham McNeil, Sean Harris, Brent Snedeker, Henderson, Danny Willett. I mean, I mean, it's just, it's just interesting, interesting to look at sometimes how some of these, of these guys, guys actually get, get played play in these tournaments. Not even one day qualifiers, but just like sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, let's so he's off back on the Kokrak train this week. Hey, come on. 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 Look alike. Uh, I'm flying for the picks this week. Yeah, we got stuff going on here at the store again, Joe. I was I was flying for the picks this week because they wouldn't let me talk. <laughs> we do, we do let you talk. We add color comments. You already said you can't do it by yourself. You can't. Let us just butt in whenever. Let us color. Let us color. God. All right. Moving on to some golf talk. Here. All right, so I think uh, I think we hit Phil right out the gate to get it. Hold on, I, I yeah. just right back. Did you pick McNeely this week? You, you're off. Yeah, Maverick McNeely, McNeely is trending. So I didn't pick McNeely this week because he does not putt well in Florida. Okay, Fair. but I'm still I, taking him for a top I would five. Not have known that. It's fine. This it's is great. why you never listen to me. Listen to Ty. I, I, I never listen to me. I, I agree that he's trending. He's been playing pretty well. He's trending. He's been. I still want the Maverick McNeely to make the Tour Championship bet. That's what I want. Yeah, I like that bet. I don't know where it's at, but I want it. Call DraftKings. It sounds like a lot of effort. DraftKings, I won four in a row. You should should sponsor us and get us some equipment. That's your new job. Call DraftKings for me. I don't want to do it. I don't either. Well, that's fine. You work for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is a slave labor. Uh, Slave labor if you get paid to do it. Yeah. Getting paid. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about Phil real fast. So this past week, the, the world is caving in around Phil Mickelson. He he throws out this long apology statement that I thought about printing out and like reading to everybody. And then I read it and I was like, dear fucking God, there is one line in that whole thing that is actually true. And it just I, the rest of it just I'm trying to. Save my, my ass. ass. Yeah. Like, I am the victim. Yes. yes. It, it comes off like he's a victim. And I am a champion of all things golf. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have no time for anybody in his position coming off like a victim. I'm sorry. Like, you you hire lawyers to try and set yourself up with this Saudi league. Like, you just can't do things like that and expect it to be okay. The big talk is the PDA and these players. And it's, and it's like, like why, why wouldn't they? they? Okay, okay, so, so like, like, you don't, don't have, have, if you're, you're going to go play, play, there's five of you going to play, but you can't, can't have it both ways. ways. Right? Like, like, you, you can't, can't play, play in major leagues and also play in the Korean baseball league. league. Right? They're two different seasons, but you can't do it. Right? You can play in, like, 
a fall league or a winter league somewhere, but like you can't, can't sign a contract with another league and play. Right? right? So it's like the NBA will let that happen. happen. And, you know, there, there might be exhibitions that you go play that the NBA sponsors, but, you know, here's a league that literally is putting itself together to try and trump the PGA. That's what they want to do. And it's, and it's not, not like they're going to be playing overseas. They're going to be playing in the United States. I did not realize that. So, so like, it, it, it's, I mean, Phil's just, just completely, I think he's completely off the track. I think he's, I think he's lost some, some, some of his mind. mind. And, and as, as a guy who's always been a Phil fan, fan, I think he's left-handed, and he's a guy who made it easier for me to relate to the game. I'm done. I hope I'm going to play this PGA again. I, I really, really do. I think he, he, is, he has just made this so much harder on himself than he has to. I'm, I'm also not okay with all those other guys who are contemplating going to the Saudi League. That have Conflict out came out of nowhere. Right, well, that have come out now and made these, like, attractions. I'm not okay with those guys not getting any of this either. Okay, like, that's not, you know, that's not okay. But Phil, he's just the captain of all things sucks right now. Yeah, I mean... There's a couple of things you said there, I, and I understand like you can't like play baseball in the Korean League and MLB, but like golf's always been unique in the fact that like people f- like would filter back and forth between the AP World Tour, then the European Tour, and the PGA Tour, and so like I, it hard makes it hard for me to understand why. And, and like, like they can play on the Asian tour, they can play on the European tour. I mean, there's guys with coast status on both the European and the. Go in the PGA Tour, so why can't they have Saudi status as well? So that makes it a little bit more like difficult for me to understand. I think it's because all of those tours are working towards the same thing. So you're the Saudi Tour is not going to give you World Golf Rank Point. Right. Okay. So like Saudi Tour is an animal. Those tours all coincide with each other. Right. So like just like the Open Championship is not a USGA event. Right, yeah, right? yeah. So not technically right? So, so like, like, but that is a, that's a major. major. Okay, okay. And and the Asian tour, you don't, you don't see, see a whole lot, lot of it, but like the PGA play that because there is a combined interest in that tour that the PGA Asian tour have together. Yeah, the Saudi tour doesn't have there. There's nothing that puts the Saudi tour. There's no no reason to add it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I don't know how to feel about Phil. I mean, I haven't gone that deep into his comments. Like, I know, like, you know, he was saying, you know, the big thing was, like, he's saying that, you know, the Saudi guys are, like, scary MFers or whatever, but they're still less tyrants than the PGA Tour, which definitely – there's so many reasons why you can't say that. And right. is the only thing that's been said worse than what I've said today. Kanan said, yes, I – was with them to strong arm the PGA into yeah. giving us whatever we wanted. Just yeah. straight up said, oh yep. yeah, I was doing that specifically. Which is a terrible reason. tactic if you're trying to strong arm someone is to admit you're strong arming someone. But <laughs> well, it's the point of him being able to do it. Yeah, yeah, but so. it's just but I mean you yeah you can't go insult an entire group of people like that. You can't I mean whether I mean, I know there's certain things that probably will go down over that aren't great, but that's another topic entirely. But you can't go out and insult an entire group of people and then also bash your current employer. But I kind of look at this like, 
like tiger incident with his wife where everyone's like everyone's like oh we gotta drop tiger everyone but nike dropped tiger and then and everyone's and everyone's like oh you're not like parents would be like oh you can't like tiger woods anymore because he's a bad influence and then Five years later, he comes back, back and we're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah actually, we really love Tiger Woods still. Um, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen with Phil. Is Cal is going to pause the relationship with them, KPMG, whether he'll come back or not, like, doesn't matter. But, like, Phil will go away for, like, a year, maybe, or, like, play some small events here and there. And then, like, two years from now, he's going to, like, win a win a. Championship sort of event. And everyone's like, like, yeah, but you know what? Phil is really great, though. though you know, you know? actually, we, we do we love Phil again. And he's, and then Callaway's going to take him back. And, and maybe he doesn't get all of his sponsors back, but he'll get picked up by other people. And he's going to go back to making hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's all it is to it. The biggest problem I have with Phil is the fact that you, like, he claims to be doing it for the smaller people. But it really sounds like he legitimately thinks he's been wronged by the PGA. Like, you have made hundreds of millions of dollars you have, you've, you've made, made, you've made almost a hundred million dollars just playing and then your ability to play golf on the on the pga tour has made you 800 million more dollars and if you can't be grateful for that then you don't and i agree with Ty, you don't deserve to have it then if you can't be grateful for what the pga tour has at least given you the opportunity to earn you don't deserve to continue to play there but sadly i think that in a year or two or five exactly what's going to happen is he'll be on the he'll be on the champion store and he'll be forgiven and he'll be like tiger after his incident i mean it's gonna he'll be back and i, I 100 confidence that he'll play and be loved again just because he's filled we will forget this small little thing and not small little thing we'll forget this incident and in five years and we'll remember all the great things that phil you know did great things phil did and that's what's going to happen in my opinion all right so you're done yeah Okay, I didn't want to interrupt you like you always interrupt me. So, so um, here's, here's my thing. thing. What Tiger did was a personal life, life thing. I don't give a fuck about these guys' personal lives. Yeah. I, I just don't. You might be a piece of shit, but that doesn't right. mean that so you're a piece like, of shit. My, my, my thing, thing, my thing, thing here is, is what Tiger did is, is a personal life and a personal choice. choice. And yes, does it make him less appealing to like the parents that have 15 to 18 year olds? Sure, absolutely. But that's, but that's not how I look at athletes. I look at athletes on what they, they do on the field, field right? Very honestly, he's a fucking shit human being, being. But, he but he was a great fucking baseball player. player. Okay. Phil Mickelson effectively tried to kill the game of golf. Okay. He effectively tried to kill the tour that he played on for 31 years. Okay. The man makes $2 million a year right now on average playing. Okay, okay, and another $38 million a year through endorsements. And he effectively tried to kill the tour. They gave him that opportunity. Fuck him. Fuck him. What was the... I, I threw my paper at you. If you win this week, what is it? $2.16 million to win? 2.17 million. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, 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 so I would protect the players enough. They don't, I, would be, I would be much more likely to... Come, come back, back and like, oh, Phil's okay. okay. He got caught fucking somebody. I am not. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I, I, I just, I, I'm this, and you might be right. I'm sure people will forget about it. I'm not saying what Tiger did was worse than Phil. I would think that, but I'm just saying I think it'll be a similar timeline for his resurgence. Saying why it's not going to change for me. Yeah, like my feelings towards Tiger didn't change after he got caught banging a bunch of chicks. I was just like, oh boy. Like, what do you think, man? Like. 
probably should have gone back to doing it because you play a lot better when you're out there with actually absolutely no cops. Really, right, Tristan? Yeah. So like, da 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 da. There's a whole. Well, we we kind of had to, but here's Joe. It's a huge shout-out, as always. Love when 3.30 hits on Mondays. I guess the week started on the right foot. We appreciate you, Joe. And then he said, to your comments, your original comments, couldn't agree more. Uh, always say uh, the next uh, man-up mentality. Let's be honest, there's countless number of people on the corner, ABGA, whoever that would love to play on the PGA. And we'd be grateful for that in every sense of the word. Yep. All right. All right. Should we move into my rant of the week? Yes. yes. Okay. So... Rick Shields get fucked. Well, all right, all right. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not, let's not go that far. But uh, I do have a bit of a gripe with Rick Shields, and this isn't for clickbait or anything like that. I legitimately feel feel free to have some clickbait. I feel I feel frustrated by him. I mean, I think we don't have any use. No clickbait. I I love Rick Shields. Like I enjoy. He's my favorite. He's my favorite youtuber because he's informative he's fun he can be fast hitting when he needs to be if you want a three minute video or if you want a 30 minute video with his you know break 75 like i think he doesn't hide anything he's just as likely to show his duff as he is the drake drive which i think is incredibility but then he has one area that he constantly hits on and it just drives me crazy as someone who works in the golf industry because of how much influence he has and it's that club fitting doesn't matter or that um you know you should just buy used because it's just as good as the new stuff or like every retailer out there is out to get you and your money and you there's no there's no value in going to see like any kind of retailer so i've been in the golf business for since 2015 I've been my own boss and running my own shop for a year and a half. And I can tell you countless and countless stories of people who have seen massive improvements just through getting club fitting alone. You know, you got people come in here with, I mean, the perfect example is Matt this week. Uh, he's going through a driver fitting with a gentleman. He's got what I believe was an Ping I-5 driver. Don't know the specs on it, but he was hitting it about 200 yards with a whole lot of spin, four or 5,000 RPMs of spin. We go through different head and shaft combos. We get him spinning it at like 2,600, and he's in the same exact ball flight, but it's going to literally 270 yards. And now this is a, a very extreme example. I mean, don't – I'm not here to say, you go get a club fitting, you're going to gain 70 yards. That's not realistic. But to say – but when in a 30 to 45-minute session where the swing is the same, there's no physical alteration of the, of the golfer itself, the only thing that changed was the equipment – and you gain 70 yards, to say that club fitting is irrelevant or doesn't matter is really just untrue. Ignorant. And to say that every fitter is out for their commission, we don't even work on commission here because I am because I don't want us to sell only self plus because it's $600. Like, I want us to sell what's right for the customer. And when you lump us in with the club, I'm just going to say it, when you lump us in with the club champions, the Dick Sporting Goods, all these all major, major brands, brands who, whether, whether club, club champion claims up, they, they don't upcharge or not, they do. Um, and you lump in these small shops that actually care about their customers and take the time to learn your game and get you in the right equipment. It's really damaging to people who are just trying to make run their own small business. And the fact that he uses influence to basically shit on them is really disappointing. So. According to Joe, goes. 
Pull the pin. It's better than Rick Shields. It's better than Ricky Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. No. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a great, great intro to, to one of the topics we told one of, one of our, our few listeners that actually communicates with us that we've been talking about. So uh, Daniel Bowman has messaged us on Twitter a couple of times. Um, he follows us. He follows us on Facebook. Like our he follows the store as well. So I tried to. I, I didn't get it in my picks last week. Good thing we didn't win. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but he, but he, uh, he went through cancer treatment a couple, couple years ago, ago. Uh, so, so it sounds, sounds like he's through that, that now, but he's, he's, he's got, got an off-the-rack set. set. He didn't say what brand it was, mm-hmm. but that doesn't sound like it's much of a set. set. Shoot, Shoot 90, 90 to like 92, 93. And his question to me on Twitter was, lessons or Yeah, the answer is still lessons. It's like The answer is lessons, but here's where my caveat is. If you're... so. It depends where you're at. If you're starting from scratch, like you're just starting a game, 100% lessons, 100% of the time. If you're a mid to high handicap and you don't make consistent contact, it's still lessons. If you're a high mid handicap who does make consistent contact, it might be time to look at clubs because you're at least finding the center of the face enough where you're getting the benefit of the clubs. If you're a low handicap, and you're playing great, and you're just looking for a little bit of a competitive edge, it's probably going to be clubs, unless you're trying to make an overall swing change. But if you're any of those people playing with clubs that haven't been fit for you, there is room for gains just through a club fitting alone. But the bigger, if you're, I'm not going to sit here and say you're going to make, if you spend 100 hours a year practicing versus getting club fitting, you're going to get more out of it. 100 hours practicing, but if you're already making consistent contact and you feel like there's something missing, that club fitting could be the next thing that takes your game to the next level, whether that's, wow, I'm keeping the ball, I'm keeping the ball in play consistently through the round. Wow, I'm actually hitting my driver 15 yards further and now I have shorter clubs in, or going something like an Adele wedge fitting where you're like, I, we had a guy earlier this week who was like, I always lose it to the right. We threw him in the Adele wedges. He put it in the heel and he starts his biggest miss was literally nine feet either way. Like that's a huge improvement just from an equipment standpoint. So so I would say, I would say you can never go wrong with lessons. And it sounds like maybe that probably where I would start with with David, because he's getting back into the game, Daniel, sorry, Daniel, because he's getting back into the game. But if you're playing with either aged equipment or equipment that hasn't been, suited for you, you. there's There's still a lot of room to be gained there, there, but if you're getting getting back into it, I would at least get a lesson or two just to find some kind of consistency with your swing, and then once we find that, we dial it in with equipment, and then we continue. Once we have the right equipment, we continue with those lessons. So Hard hard agree there, uh, Tommy. I mean, everything you said was spot on. Uh, Joe, yeah, you should. Come see us. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I do get his clubs fitted. Yeah, Yeah, you should. 100%. I do want to say one thing too. If you are going to come get a club fitting wherever you go, if you haven't swung a golf club since July or August, please take some dry swings before you decide the first thing I should do after six months of not swinging a golf club. Hmm, let's go spend $2,000 on a whole new set. Mm-hmm. And then when I get them and I finally get to swing a bunch and I'm like, oh man, my swing didn't feel right that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you should at least do something before. Yes, yes and no. I mean, I mean, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to make that big a difference, to be honest. Like, you're still going to swing at about the same miles per hour. I mean, the biggest thing is like, if you can't, if you're 
haven't swung forever and you come in and you're not finding the face whatsoever. Yeah. Then it's really not helping you any, but most guys could come in. They're still going to be the same height. They're still going to have the same arm length. You know, they're still going to have the same bout club head speed and everything. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, don't, it shouldn't necessarily be the first thing you'd be doing out of the winter, you know, find some kind of, find an indoor facility, find enjoy golf, maybe go get some swings there. Come here, run out the bay, maybe get a half hour session just to get your swing back and then go into it, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of value to be had in club fitting, 100. percent And uh, it could be could be the thing to take your game maybe two or three strokes lower than just an equipment alone. So one of the best tips I was given when I first started playing was to buy a used set of clubs instead of buying new. And that was when I first started playing. And that was because the first set of clubs you have, you're going to beat the hell out of because it, the game is just too hard. I always get a kick out of people who don't play a lot or haven't played before that are like, oh, I'd pick that up quick. And it's like, no, no, you wouldn't. Some people, like, I mean, there are examples of people that work really hard at it for a short period of time and pick things up quickly. But for the general golfer who has to play for and is only going to practice once a month and play once a month, you're not going to get better. You're not going to get better. Uh, I have one other thing on that agenda today. Do you remember what it was? On the agenda? It was on uh, the, the picture of the on Twitter. To Twitter we go! Yeah, I mean, just to wrap that up, like I said, lessons always will take priority. Uh, practice will always take priority. And if you're looking to make long-term uh, improvements in your game, but for anybody who says that club fitting is phony or won't make a difference, there's I can give you countless examples of how that's just not true. And I didn't mean to bring no, that up to try and no, counteract. No, 100%. But if you, know, if you feel like your game's in a good spot and something's holding you back, it might be time to get in to see a fitting, hopefully here at Pull the Pin, where we can see your numbers and be like, yeah, you know, you're actually making great contact, but if we can make this alteration, you know, we can make your numbers that much better. Oh, my God. There you go. There's for Joe. Joe, so, I'll make you happy. I'm the orange puma hat for the last 30 seconds. <laughs> um, oh, there was something else. What was it? Shoot. It just jumped right out of my head. That happens. It's been a long Monday. Get that. All right. Anyway, as usual, I want to thank Bullpen uh, for hosting the podcast in the store. store. Uh, I want to thank Kane for letting us use their platform to have our show. Uh, uh, you can check us out on Spotify. Next week's up on Spotify. This week's will be. You can check us out on Spotify or anywhere you find your podcast. And thanks to Tommy and Matt. I'm Ty. And we will see you guys next week. Be sure to check out Matt and I will bring the baseball podcast back tonight over at Baseball on YouTube. And it will also go to Spotify after that as well. Still looking for challengers in the podcast charity throwdown. So it's about to get warm and we're ready to take all comers. So have a great week. And one more thing. One more thing for Joe. Said uh, that it looks better than Fowler did in no, 08. Joe, I appreciate you. I wish I could play that good golf. You kind of look like Ricky Fowler right now. Picky Rowler? Yeah. Picky Rowler. I think that's the end. That's the end. Bye. Hot tub.